Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Monday the 14th of November and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor. All right well we had a little bit of a wishy-washy session today but it was a tale of two cities, the best of times and the worst of times. The All Lords or the ASX 200 rather closed down 11.7 points or 0.16 of a percent to 7,146. We did see some profit taking across the board pretty much in the banks and uh, in the insurers, in the healthcare, industrials and REITs and technology stocks. Uh, We had a low today of 7,146.3, which is exactly where we closed. We opened at 7,183.2. We had a high of just shy of 7,200. You have to say that is probably resistance, and it is a number we have talked about in the newsletter. 7,196.5 was the high today, but closing on its lows today, and as I say, Uh, The best of times and the worst of times. The big bank basket falling to 184.48, which was down about 0.8 of a percent. Commonwealth Bank down 0.7. NABs down 0.3. Westpac, though, down nearly 1%. And ANZ down 1.5% today after they agreed to settle the consumer credit insurance class action. It spilled over into other financials today with Macquarie off 0.9%. Insurers taking a bit of a battering today, as we did see... uh, 10-year yields rising slightly, but insurers taking a battering. QBE down nearly 4%. Suncorp down 2.7%. IAG down 2.4%. And even Medibank Public was down 1.4% today. Looking at the fund managers today, uh, we had a nasty day for Perpetual, down 5.8% today. And Pendle, which is its brother-in-arms, I guess, uh, was down 1%. Uh, we did get an update on the court process for the scheme of arrangement between Pendle and Perpetual. Of course, there is uh, a spoiler at that particular party. In other financials today, we had net wealth down 1.7%, and MFG, Magellan Financial, rose 2.6%, $10.26. The comeback kid at the moment, that's for sure. Healthcare, easier. CSL down nearly 2%, Cochlear down 4.2%, ResMed taking it hard down 3.4% and Sonic down 2.3% and industrials generally flat across the board, Transurban down 3%, uh, down to $13.52 and they also presented today at a UBS Australasia conference, they probably shouldn't have. West Farmers down 2.1%, Brambles down 1.7%, Telstra fell 3.5% today after an executive role change at Telstra. And we saw those REITs ease as rates increase. GMG down half a percent. SCG uh, down 3.1%. And Dexas, Midnight Runners, down four, uh, 2.4%. Coles and Woolies both eased around 1.5% to 2%. And the tech sector also eased back. CPU down 2%. WiseTech down one7 and zero resuming the slide down 3.9% there. But the best of times were in resource stocks today, not across the board, but certainly iron ore stocks. BHP was up a mammoth 4.6%, which equates to 29 index points, 
Fortescue Metals was up 10.1%. That does look like a big short squeeze there. 16.5 index points. And Rio up 3.3% today. Only 3.7 index points. So certainly uh, there are a lot of punters banking on China reopening or at least relaxing the restrictions there and uh, buying iron ore stocks on the back of it. In fact, iron ore stocks generally were pretty firm today. Champion Iron was up nearly 13%. CIA and GER, Grange Resources, up 9.3% today. So we are seeing some buying in the iron ore space. In lithium stocks, a little bit of a mixed session there. We had Liontown up nearly 7%, $2.20, going great guns at the moment. Core Lithium hit a record high. Core Lithium was my FinFest high conviction stock at $1.16 back on October the 15th. They just hit one eighty-six and a half today. That was up 11.7% alone today. That's up now 60% since the FinFest high conviction pitch that I made. Clearly, some people were listening. Other lithium says not doing quite so well. Pilbara eased 1.5%. Uh, AKE was only up half a percent. Linus in the rare earth space down 1.2% as well. But we did see gold miners ease back. Northern Star down 1%. Newcrest down one6 Evolution, slight gain there. And we did see DeGray as well, a 3.5% gain in that one. Energy stocks a little bit mixed. Woodside up one5 Santos down 07 And Whitehaven up 3.2% today. In corporate news today, well, there was a few things in the air. Elders got absolutely pummeled today. 22.9% down, $3.04 down to $10.21 after they did miss uh, some more optimistic profit expectations and also announced that their uh, CEO of 10 years, Mark Allison, will be retiring in the next year. So it's a, it's a long goodbye and a um, quick whiz around the offices and a farewell tour for Mark, but um, no guidance given and a little bit of, um, little bit of pessimism creeping in because of weather-related issues for elders, so not good there. WGO, which is Warrego Energy, had a good day today. They were up 16.7%. It has emerged Beach Petroleum has entered into a binding agreement with Warrego to pay 20 cents in cash, plus any net proceeds received from the sale of Warrego's Spanish assets. So um, a little bit of a kicker there for Warrego shareholders. Beach Petroleum themselves uh, was up 1.4% on the back of that. In another good day today, IVZ, Invictus Energy, up another 40%, just shy. Uh, They've reached total depth and they have seen additional zones of elevated gas. Uh, So uh, good news continues to come through for Invictus, IVZ, the stock code. Remelius, not doing so well today, down 6.5%. Uh, They announced their three-year production outlook and study updates. And also Flight Centre not doing well today either. Uh, They were down 3.8%. It seems that the the growth isn't quite as strong as some in the market were hoping. A bit underwhelming. And there was also talk of some airline commissions being cut back as well. Nearmap had an interesting day considering there's a $2.12 bid on the table. Uh, They fell 5.8% to $1.95. They updated the market on litigation and a trading update. 
as I say, there is a $2.10 bid on the table there. The scheme booklet has been registered with ASIC, so that's an interesting one to keep an eye on. If it comes back much further, it could be worth looking at. Nothing today on the economic front. Asian markets mixed. Japan uh, down 0.9, China up 1.1, and Hong Kong having a good day on some support for the property sector, up 2.9%. 10-year yields, 3.75%. In the winners for Grinners today, let's run through the biggies. We've got Champion Iron, 12.9% better on the back of the iron ore. Boost, CIA, the code there. Strike Energy, STX, up 12% today. Not bad volume for that one. Core Lithium, absolutely knocking the lights out today, up 11.7%. 71 million shares traded today. It does have that $2 look about it, I have to say. Fortescue Metals also doing well. FMG up 10% today. And uh, Grange Resources in the iron ore space as well doing well on $5 million worth of shares, up 9.3% today. A couple of others worth a mention. Renascore up uh, 7.8% today. RNU, nothing really spectacular there in terms of why, but certainly it was better. In terms of the uh, naughty corner today, there were one or two in the naughty corner, to say the least, not least of which was Elders, E-L-D, the stock code there, down 22.9%, $3.04 to $10.21 on the back of those slightly disappointing results, no guidance, and the CEO retiring in a year's time. I'm not sure whether it was the fact that he was taking a year to do it, or whether it was that he was retiring at all, but certainly that whacked the stock price. IPH also falling today, 6.6%. Remelius down 6.5%. RMS, Perpetual uh, down 5.8%. That one's bobbling around depending on uh, the updates from Pendle regarding their merger. Nearmap as well, 5.8% down. Clinuvale, CUV, also down 5.7%. Global Lithium uh, fell 5.5% today. GL1, it was one that I talked about on Ausbiz today, but clearly the $2.25 placement stock is weighing a little bit. And after hours, or pretty close to hours, uh, MGH, MGH, which is Mass Group Holdings, has come out with a revised earnings guidance to the downside. They fell 5.4% today. Positive sectors, well, iron ore, lithium, base metals, oil and gas... Uh, negative sectors, pretty much everything else, I guess. Uh, insurance, banks, REITs, consumer stocks, healthcare, technology, um, and um, just industrials generally were a little bit weaker across the board today. We had the big bank basket closing at 184.48. The Alltech index was down 0.5 of a percent. Gold fell in Aussie dollar terms, 26.47. Um, and we had uh, the Aussie dollar. A bit off the top, 66.76, 10-year yields, 3.75%. Currently, we've got uh, U.S. futures down at the moment. We have uh, Dow down around 75 points at the moment. Just coming through now with an update down 90 points for Dow futures. And we have (coughs) NASDAQ futures just coming through as well. Uh, They were down around... um, 78 points for NASDAQ futures. Major movers and shakers today. Well, we've talked CIA. Uh, the, criminal, uh, the Criminal Intelligence Agency was up uh, 12.9%. That iron ore bounce. GRR, Grange Resources, going well on the back of that, up 9.3% there. 
Phoenix Resources also doing well. Another iron ore play up 9.1%. FEX, the stock code there. Core Lithium up 11.7%. That was despite the fact that the CFO announced that he was stepping down. Uh, the stock went absolutely nuts on the back of that. And uh, they also announced the withdrawal of a AGM resolution. Um, not that that makes a big difference. So that's not going to be considered at the AGM. Uh, Liontown busts through the $2 level, 6.8% better. EMV, EM Vision announced today their first portable brain scanner had been delivered up 10.4%. You'll remember that I did a, um, a site tour of the EM Vision in Sydney and also have interviewed on the couch uh, Scott Kirkland there, which uh, was a good on the couch podcast. Um, Metals X, MLX, had a good day today, up 6.9%. We also saw falls in RMS, and that three-year production outlook. Nearmap, ATC as well, falling away today. They were down 8.7%. Uh, that's Alltech Chemical, looking at um, sodium batteries. And uh, PPT, that update on the court scheme of of uh, the merger going through. Speculative stock of the day. I've started doing a speculative stock of the day at three o'clock and I'll do one at the close. But apart from IVZ, which had a cracking day today on the back of those drill results, the other one that caught my eye was TMB, which is Tambora Metals, was up 29.03%, 11.5 million shares traded there. They confirmed that they have multiple pegmatites at the RJ101 lithium project. Um, assay results show clear prospectivity for lithium-bearing pegmatites in the northern portion of E46. Um, but, of course, very, very early days as yet. In the news today, in a little more detail, Romelius has provided a three-year production guidance forecasting reduced to produce between 250 to 290,000 ounces of gold annually. And Telex Pharmaceuticals announced they've entered into agreement to acquire Optimal Traces, a radiochemistry development business intending to boost in-house development capability. ALS, ALQ, the stock code there, forecast an increase in underlying profit of between 300 million to 320 in the first half. Underlying profit rose 29%. Oz Minerals provided an update on the MHP study proving a premium nickel content with ultra-low impurities. It gives a potential NPV net present value of 250 to 460. And Elders has increased net profit 9%, with sales increasing 35%, but the stock dropped 23% on the back of that. So clearly not enough, no guidance, and the CEO is retiring. In economic news today, nothing spectacular in the news. Just watching crypto actually fall. We've got uh, Bitcoin falling another 5%, under 16,000. I rest my case. Um, Deutsche in economic news says Australia will enter a recession next year, which it defines as a full percentage point increase in the unemployment rate. I'm sorry, Deutsche, but that is not the definition of a recession. The definition of a recession is two quarters of negative growth. So stop rewriting the rules. Deutsche projects headline inflation to end next year at 5.3, which is higher than the RBA's assumption of 4.7, and sees the cash rate peaking at 3.35% by February, and it doesn't expect the RBA to be in a position to cut rates until mid-2024. This was a statistic that blew my mind and continues to blow my mind. 
We have the highest gambling losses per capita of any country in the world. Last year, we gambled away collectively, I'm not blaming you, approximately $25 billion. Bear in mind the banks made $28 billion. That's $53 billion out of your pockets in bank fees and gambling on the horses and sports. And we have less than 0.5% of the world's population, but we have 20% of its poker machines. In Victoria, on free-to-air TV, they had gambling ads were played 948 times a day. And that's not counting online ads. There you go, thought to think about. In Asian markets, Hong Kong is up as property sector bounces on media reports on a number of additional measures to be introduced to support the real estate market's recovery. SoftBank, though, plunged as much as 12% today in trade. It's uh, biggest intraday drop since the outbreak of the pandemic in early 2020. Its vision fund segment posted a, well, it looks like no vision fund, uh, posted a $7.2 billion loss in July. And that follows a $17 billion US loss in the preceding period. It's now SoftFund's vision fund valuation is below zero. At one stage back in 2021, it was 70 odd billion. So it's starting to make the FTX destruction of value not quite so bad. In US and European headlines, the big news, of course, is that Joe Biden and President Xi will be meeting and chatting at Bali. Uh, It is a late meeting just before dinner, so you get the sense that it is just a sherry and a bit of a chat uh, before they head off to their dinners. Nothing substantial will come out of it, but at least it shows the the two leaders will be on speaking terms. And crypto exchanges across the globe are moving pretty quickly to soothe nerves on liquidity. And in focus are two U.S. accounting firms which did the audit on FTX. And, of course, we do have in the U.K. the budget on Thursday, where there is a big hole in the budget, dear Rizzi. Rizzi. So fix it, dear Jeremy. And he looks like Jeremy Hunt, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, is set to raise taxes and cut spending to try and fix the £55 billion hole in the budget. There's a hole in my budget. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great evening.